Hello. Hello. I'm Kate Butch. And I'm Caitlin Powell. And this is Queers Gone By, the podcast where we talk about nostalgic film, TV, and snacks, and try to work out if that's what made us queer. And today... Today... It's the Patreon episode. It was uh, chosen by our Patreons for April Fools. We had a week off. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> I think we, we we needed the week off to deal with what we've seen. Um, <laughs> I mean, personally, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Is I was <laughs> screaming. I had to change my tenor lady three times throughout this. Um, and I'm glad we had the week to get over it because I think I'm going to think about if as we're speaking about it, you will hear me cackling, hollering, <laughs> hooping and screaming because this, I cannot stress this enough, is the funniest thing I have ever seen. Oh, I thought you were serious for a second. Acting. She's good at acting, you see. <laughs> I honestly, it is... We've done a few films recently and it is a relief to be t- returning to a CBBC's writer's room who are really phoning it in. <laughs> I've missed that vibe. It's a very specific vibe. <laughs> oh, it's such a vibe. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, we, we are, of course, watching the chosen by Patreon, the CBBC classic, Stupid. Stupid. You really are trying to separate us as far as much as possible from the decision that was made. We did not ask for this. <laughs> we I are was carrying out the will of the I people. I saw this as an option though, because I hadn't thought about it. I did you watch this? I used to adore this. When I tell you, I used to bloody. Me and my friends, we would reenact sketches from this and make our parents watch it. No. No. Yes. I, think, I did a very good bendy wendy. I think your parents need a support group. I would after that. <laughs> I think they should. I was thinking one day, should we just get our parents on? They could chat about how awful we were. <laughs> oh, God. I don't need that. This, this has the vibe of like a uni level sketch show. It's just an excuse for the BBC regular character actors to be wheeled out and have a laugh. <laughs> Nothing makes any sense. The denouements nope. are plucked out the air. It is bizarre. I'm glad you said denouement rather than punchline, because... <laughs> I would never. Went, I would never where grace... Where is the punchline? <laughs> One, we'll get to it. One of the punchlines is... Is nudity? Is a woman taking off her clothes? That's one of the punchlines. <laughs> And I was like, this is for children. When did I become such a fucking grandma? <laughs> no, but yeah, they, they just, they're like, oh, oh, we've run out. They, they've definitely got like a timer. Be like, oh, the sketch done now. We're run out of time. Yeah. Stop. Exactly. Awful. Um, so, yeah. So it's I, in some ways worse than a university improv or sketch troupe. Yeah. Um, it's just, if you've ever, if you've ever seen university comedy, and as people who were for our sins, in university comedy, we know that there's sometimes when the person writing the sketch ran out of ideas and they just... Yes. ...went with... (laughs) So there are two options. Either complete random humour ending, where Mm. it makes no sense, or it gets a little bit on the uh, spicy side and you're like, oh... (laughs) feels racist though and there were a couple of moments in this where i was like oh no oh no oh did you did you catch what year this is from i was too overwhelmed by again how hilarious this was um i'm gonna google it right now stupid cbbc um if you haven't seen stupid exclamation mark um (laughs) 2004 was the first first year. Okay. Well, I can tell you for now, because I, I chose this episode. I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And there is one episode on YouTube where Marcus Brigstock is King Stupid. And the rest are yeah. all that guy from Gorillas. And I'm sorry. Phil Cornwell. Is if his... your King Stupid is Phil Cornwell, we are not the same. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. 
that I'm sorry. <laughs> Marcus Brinkstock is king stupid, and that's the line I'm drawing in the sand. Yes, King. I do. I made the little <laughs> graphic for when we were having our vote for this, and I the picture yeah. I put for stupid did feature Phil Cornwell. And as soon as I posted it, I was like, "Fuck, I've made yeah. a mistake." I'm sorry. Because yeah. if if your memory of stupid does not feature Marcus Brinkstock being some kind of roadman, what what, this, <laughs> what are you playing at? Does Phil Cornwell do a, the same thing? I can't remember. This might be a good time to mention that. Marcus Brigstock has a number one hit with a song called, I'm pretty sure it's called I Don't Smoke the Reefer. And just imagine the accent he uses for it. It's from a sketch he did in the early 2000s and it got remixed. So technically he has a number one hit. And oh no. No hate to Marcus Brigstock. We've all done racist shit for a number one. Just look at Katy Perry. Um, I'm on one. Of course, Katy Perry, who you hold in the highest regard. Exactly. <laughs> Your favourite artist, Catherine Perry. Fuck <laughs> her. Um, sorry. <laughs> I will say to the listeners, it's Easter Sunday. I've had some of the blood of Christ. I'm on one a bit. Um, <laughs> but um, regardless of previous faults on this podcast, we support the husband of Rachel Paris. Shh. Oh, is he, is he, Marcus, is he married to Rachel Paris? I know, right? Look at that. Yeah. Yes, he is acting like he's a white man in Peckham. He yeah. is. He's got a crown that's also a sideways cap. Yeah. He is. He's. I'm, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to attempt the accent. Don't, don't. Um, no. I think. No. I think he had a bit of success with stand-up using mocking teenagers who are white, but I like see. put on these kind as, of accents as you should. Yeah, so I feel like I'm not sure it's our place to like discern whether Marcus Briggs stocks on the right side of history, but I think the intention <laughs> was good. I'm unsure. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> the right side of history. <laughs> and it's stupid is a huge moment for humanity. <laughs> I'm. So, I feel like I'm what? speaking so much already, but I was like, because I remembered how obsessed I was with this show when I was younger, so I wikied it. May I read to you? The wiki synop, the first paragraph. There's paragraphs, but the backstory of this show. Please. So it says, King Stupid is an immortal who is instigator mm-hmm. of all stupidity. So it's canon that Marcus Brigstock in a big velour crown is a deity. A proper deity. <laughs> King Stupid has files on every human and can make them behave stupidly using an advanced computer system. The king resides inside his castle in the ether world, a pan-dimensional realm with upside-down wall sockets, which is home to many deed monarchs, each of which rule over different aspects of human behaviour. This has, like, more backstory than Lord of the Rings. I... I'm quite on board with this metaphysical concept. Just nodding along, yes, yes, yes. Except upside-down wall sockets. I can't get my head around that. Also, why, why did they dare to mention that? I don't know. What a weird thing to talk about. Who Can we find the person who wrote this wiki article? Because I think they are possibly the most fascinating person on the planet. If you wrote the wiki article, if we don't feature on this... Is there a stupid wiki or is it the CBBC wiki? It was the... No, it was Wikipedia. Oh, I see. There is it like a whole No, database. not as far as I know. Of stupid characters. <laughs> We should make one. Oh, it should mean we should not. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of stupid characters, there's like a load of them. Queen Sensible, King Angry, Count Cruel, King Wonderful, all of whom have unique personalities. The ether world is also home to a myriad of ogres, imps, banshees, witches, boggarts, and other mythical creatures. What myriad. is this backstory? Nice. It has a... I- Someone's given a lot of thought to it, and yet it's simultaneously than, no thought at all. It's more than Tolkien. It's it could make J.K. <laughs> weep, and as far as we know, stupid isn't transphobic. So, am I saying it's better than Harry bald. Potter? Yes. <laughs> Very elaborate, considering it's just a bad sketch show. <laughs> I mean, they certainly have thought about the framing device a lot more than the sketches. <laughs> Yes. Is that commendable? Who knows? Marcus Brigstock also in the fabulous, uh, dare I say better, seeing as I haven't actually watched it for years, 
the better CVVC sketch show, I'm Sorry I've Got No Head. Yes. Did that come after this? Because I feel like he may have just jumped from job to job. It did. And he does some drag in that. A thousand pounds. It's not worth a thousand pounds. Oh. And Anna Crilly's in it. I think Katie oh. Wicks is there. I remember. <gasps> Speaking of Katie, well, I don't know why. Speaking of comedy women, do you know who got her start mm. on Stupid? Miranda Hart. Miranda Hart. <gasps> Windy Mindy, the classic sketch. She's a vet. They She's bring a vet? the cat in. The cat's called Mindy, and Mindy is suffering from wind. And Miranda Hart can't get over the fact that she's called Windy Mindy. Essentially, <laughs> her sitcom took that sketch and stretched it out to oh four series of six 30 minute episodes. Have you seen. Like, Windy Mindy! Have you seen the girl who does a fantastic, both fantastic Catherine Parkinson and Miranda Hart impression? She with a C? Yes. Oh, uh, if you haven't seen her. Oh, she's so good. Yes, and um, the mum from Outnumbered. Ben and Karen. Yes, very good, very good. Also pretty good Ricky Gervais. I mean, he's the easier one because he's so ridiculous. Yeah. His voice she's is... She's good, she's a good time. Idiosyncratic. She yes, great time. Um, so, this episode <laughs> is entitled Human Food. Human Food. Yeah. Human Food. Um, yes, and... King Stupid has this machine for all of his files of everyone on Earth mm-hmm. um, and makes them do stupid shit. Yes. Essentially, he's like watching a normal situation and then makes them fuck about. Yeah, like except it's that not... episode of Drag Race where he's like, do you want to buy a cherry pie? What? Is there an episode of Drag Race where someone's on the street and they've got a hidden earpiece and they make them do stupid shit? Oh, like yeah. Like series two or something. It's got yeah. Raven in it. So, yeah. I remember now. Yes, it's very that. Except my, I was about to say my one qualm. <laughs> a one qualm. My, one. Uh, one of many, one of the list, is that <laughs> everything they do is not stupid. It, it's not... It's um, unhinged. Yeah, it's not a bit over the top or an overreaction. It is like, it's so like random humour, early 2000s random humour. Mm-hmm. That's so random. Like... Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like it's like if you told someone about the Mighty Boosh once and then 20 years later told them to write a sketch show. Like, it's that kind of so, like, oh, I see what you were trying to, like, have a funny... Okay, but it didn't work. I've never actually seen the Mighty Boosh and I have only been told about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I've got a couple of years in me before I can write a sketch show and it'll be a CBBC <laughs> hit. Yes! Yes, love that for you. Keep your eyes peeled, everybody. Then you could um, marry Rachel Paris. That's the dream. <gasps> I'd love to. Mm. I'll do it. We're done. We're, I flyered them um, um, and they looked at me really annoyed and I was so insulted. And then they realised they were eating hot dogs and so had like hands full <laughs> of hot dogs. I'd be like, can you take a flyer to my stand-up show at midnight? Thank you. <laughs> no hate towards Marcus Brigstock and Rachel Paris. I completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do the same. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have done the same. sausages into my mouth every second of the day. My hands are full. Um, On the Royal so Mile, like, first... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> our first victim is David. Mm-hmm. Um, we, um, he's doing a piano recital. And the yes. way that the piano recital, uh, the piano practice has luckily helped him manage his... Um, his little problem, which is being called Devil, Devil Finger. Finger. Classic. I remember it's... this being better. Do you know I what feel I like mean? This was a poor example of Devil Finger. Devil Devil Finger's done better. Devil Finger let I himself down. I think I got Devil Finger confused with a wet willy. Well, that that's a mistake. <laughs> that's just a Thursday night, isn't it? That's the new little Nas X video, isn't it? <laughs> He's fingering the devil. I think the devil's fingering him. He bottoms for the devil. He's Let's not so get it twisted. Fit in that. He's so fit in that. He's so fit in that. My friend who doesn't really use social media um, messaged me like, why is everyone being homophobic? And I was like, I don't, <laughs> I can't, I I don't have time to explain. Lil Nas released a music video. It's fab. Get on board. And he was like, okay. <laughs> 
Although I think maybe selling trainers with a drop of human blood in them is a little bit out there. Oh, I didn't watch till the end. (laughs) Oh no, that's not part of the video. He's just he's just selling them. Fake Nikes, Nikes. Oh, is he? Okay. Mm. Oh, he's getting sued. I mean, mm, fake Nikes or Nikes? Do we which which one has better like workers' rights? I mean, probably the ones with the human blood in them. Yeah, let's be real. Because <laughs> while Nikes may not have real human blood actually in them, yeah, the blood that has gone into producing them, much like mm-hmm. cocaine, is is rivers, pints, gallons. <laughs> much quartz. like cocaine, you'll never <laughs> work in drag again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. Uh, <laughs> so Devilfinger possesses his finger. And he goes around just jabbing it in people. Essentially, um, this like child has a psychotic episode. That's what happens. And it's not the fun. The piano-based conversion therapy that he's been subjected to has yes. not worked. Very weird. <laughs> Keir Starmer's in the back, like, looking on. <laughs> Side this note. This is a brilliant example of a piano teacher. Can, can Labour just pull their fucking socks up for two seconds? Can they pull the devil finger out, please? Please, pull the devil finger out. Get poking. <laughs> pull my devil finger. Would you is pull that, the devil's finger? Is that when you follow through? <laughs> <laughs> this episode, I had too much wine. On a hot summer night, would you pull the finger of the devil? Will he offer me his throat? Will he offer me his finger? I bet you say that to all the boys. Da, 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 da. Uh, a bit of meatloaf for everybody there. So oh he's God. playing the piano. Lovely, lovely time. It's a bit of a it's a ragtime type piece. And then he gives a bum note, and he's like, "He this child um, did not go to the Pauline Quirk School of Performing Arts. I don't think went to any school of performing arts because no. this child cannot act." Um, he goes, "This is my recreation of it." He goes, "Not now, Devil Finger. I beg you, no." Yeah, there are three boys they're using on rotation. And I was like, really? Mm. You couldn't have just gone out and yelled into the street? Anyone want a career <laughs> in acting? And any of those children who scampered over would have been better. No, there's one One of the boys is quite good. I can't remember which one it was. Is he the one that's like the straight man to everyone? Yes, he's all right. Yeah. The ones who are given the actual, like, meat of the... Pe- the Actually... The comedy. Saying that, the one who puts the camel on his face later commits. He might not be good, but he commits. I'll tell you why I think he has some strong comedy chops when we get to his sketch, yeah? Oh, um, okay. Mm, I mean, uh, essentially, the devil thinks You're going to tell me he like, met you on Grinder or something. <laughs> close. Um, oh. <laughs> Glenn, close, but no cigar. Cigar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's jabbing everyone, um, and... Um, then someone, the punchline, if you will, is like, you pay £30 an hour for this? Or something. No, £20 an hour. I was like, excuse me, Karen, that's cheap. <laughs> your child's well on the way to Barbar bar Black Sheep. Wind your neck in. Before he fucks up with the devil thing, before the devil gets involved, it's yes. a great time. Exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> it's not the best well. time. Uh <laughs> And then we've got some restaurant sketch with Chisiakadulu off Strictly. Who? Oh! Chisiakadulu. Oh, I thought I recognised her. You know what? She's doing her best with limited material. She's committing. Yes. Yeah. She's working hard. This one has a really great line. <laughs> that cheese is all right, but the blue one tastes like gammy feet. Enjoy that. Gammy. Love the use of the word gammy. Hello. Big day for Gammy. Um, <laughs> big day for Chizzy, big day for Gammy. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a waitress in a restaurant. She's working as a waitress in a restaurant. Um, and they and just throw us into the conceit. There's no build-up. They do. This thing, because he's making them act stupid, but you never see them really act not stupid. Yeah. Also, like, is this stupid or just invasive? I stupid would be she doesn't understand how to be a waitress and she gets confused as to what... I don't know. I don't know what would be better. 
I'm not working on the show. Wood two soup sketch. Victoria Wood is it on the trolley? Is it on the trolley? See, what this show did is it took the conceit of maybe like one show in a whole episode. No, sorry, one sketch in a whole episode. Oh, this person does something a bit weird and random. You can have that once an episode. A whole show? It's like, what? What is happening? What is going on? Two series of this? No, Two series? How did this catch on? Because we were stupid and young and idiots. Um... (laughs) Uh, so yeah, this restaurant sketch, she's like, what do you want? And he's, and they're like, oh, the pate or whatever. And she's like, do you want to try some? And she goes over to a different table, sticks a finger in it. Yeah. As a lick. Like, oh no, that's horrible. Do you want to try a bit? Oh, get after some of your on Sunday to wash it down. Like, puts her hands yeah. on Sunday. Drag someone over to cheese Messy humour. <laughs> Probably would have loved is, it. Is there a, a punchline? A joke? Ye- wait. A cram of comedy? Oh, the, the husband or whatever goes like, oh, you've got something on your face. Oh, and there's also a bit, there's a man in every sketch who is definitely a BBC character comedian who's in everything. He's in Miranda. He is. And he comes in and says something. He's her manager. But I can't remember what. <laughs> so that's like, can I talk to you yeah. in the back? And then she doesn't. Can I talk to you in the back? <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. <laughs> I don't know what that would entail. Um, <laughs> shouting up someone's anus. Uh, <laughs> Christ now, alive. Somehow, if, I'm not proud of that. The best joke you're going to hear from this CBBC episode would be if someone just said, I'm going to shout up your anus. I'd enjoy that. <laughs> if Better than any of the jokes you see on BBC sketch, Stupid. What? Where was a planetary pun. sketch? <laughs> Tell me there's a planetary sketch. <laughs> Cancel them. Cancel them. Where was the planetary sketch? <laughs> Drag them, queen. <laughs> so, we're back in the castle with King Stupid. Um, yes. He's got his gremlin servant, Goober, who is played by I have by so Rusty much Goff. to say about... Yeah. Who is an original Lumpa Lumpa. An OG, an OGOL. And his other thing is kittens for Hitler. I googled this as well. Yeah, I watched. I did watch it. Did you watch it? I, I watched it. it. Did you watch it? So I read about it and went, no, no. Is it Ken Russell. Yeah, and his attempt to make Who? the most offensive film ever. Right, I'm just gonna say someone hasn't seen Help! I'm a Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I will say, if you wiki it and read it, it sounds. That's what I did. Yeah. It certainly sounds. Yes. And I went, no, no, surely not. And so I watched it. And there's something about watching it that just makes you go. This isn't even obviously it is a certain level of offensive but it's like you're trying so hard i can feel the desire to be an Mm. edgy comedian and that just makes it not offensive anymore do you know what i mean like i'm not encouraging anyone to watch it but you watch it and you go oh bless oh bless your heart (laughs) you really thought you did something here it's yeah yeah, I I don't I wouldn't say I like Ken Russell. I like the film the, 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 the who's Tommy Tommy. Oh, the who. Yeah, yeah. You With keep Tim telling Turner me to watch John. that, we'll or at least you keep bringing it up. Br- bring it, ooh, bringing it it's up. It's weird. It's it's a weird old time. But yeah. and Margaret's oh. there being camp. Um, sorry, my dog and... is throwing himself against the window. So sorry if you hear a thump. <laughs> he wants to get to me. <laughs> it's just like please, please. Um, he... Yeah. I think he did a lot of adaptations of D.H. Lawrence, Sons and Lovers. Oh, okay. With Oliver Reed, who plays Bill Sykes in Oliver. That doesn't seem to, that doesn't seem to fit. Oliver Reed does naked wrestling. I have seen that scene and that scene alone. <laughs> so no did Ken questions. Russell just have a breakdown and go, I'm going to be an energy comedian? I think he's always been a bit weird. He did like a vampire one set in Derbyshire with Maggie Huberon. Oh, I watched Four Weddings and a Funeral for the first time the other day. I've never seen the whole thing. 
I've seen bits of it though. Wouldn't recommend. Mm. I know it's Andy McDowell. Camp and Gay. Like, yeah. Andy McDowell is the villain of the piece. Mm-hmm. She is emotionally abusive. Oh. She is not good at communicating. Mm. And she's rude. <gasps> you know what I saw yesterday? I, for the first time in like 10 years, took time out of my afternoon to watch a film. I watched, what did you watch? Agatha Christie's Evil Under the Sun. Under the Sun. With Jane Birkin. Do you know what um, I'm referring to? I'm going to send you some pictures. The the final bit, because they play her as like this like poor wife who doesn't know what's happening, but actually she's the murderer. And at the end, she comes down the stairs in right. this massive hat. Oh, no I'm going to send you the hat. It's great. <laughs> okay. Well, you've ruined the plot, so you might as well show me a nice hat. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, I watched The Naked Civil Servant the other day. What's that? Um, so it's the late, great John Hurt. It's on Britbox, mm. not sponsored. Um, he's playing Quentin Crisp, who's <gasps> a gay old time. Oh, love that. I was also in Orlando with Arthur I've, Everett Swinton. I've never seen that. I feel like I should. He plays the Queen. Um, <gasps> yeah, and it's just... Was John Hurt gay? That was very high-pitched. I don't was John think Hurt gay? so. I, th- I think... I don't think officially... But you know when someone's... They might not be gay, but they're certainly queer. Yes. Kate Blanchard. Oh. Kate Blanchard. Kate Blanchard. And Tilda, probably. Is Tilda queer? I don't know. Yeah, Tilda's queer. I read an interview with her the other day and she's queer. Yeah. Good for her. But yeah, there's people. There's straight people who are The way I said that, like, I I read an interview, she's queer. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Don't panic anyone. She's queer. Uh, yes, um, um, it's a very good film. Would recommend. Very sad, um, but very funny as well. There's some which good one? bits for like a lip sync. Um, Naked Civil Servant. Ah, okay. Yeah, Gorgeous. Uh, where were we? Oh yes, Goober, who was um, a small Nazi child and an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> um, he has the rage. <laughs> he does have the rage. Fresh soup, roadkill hedgehog pizza, and someone else. Yeah. Um, and King Stupid's like, no, I don't want any of this. I want human food. Let's yep. watch a cooking show to find out. I'm like, you're literally a deity, but fine. <laughs> I read the wiki. You I know you're omniscient. a deity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't come here pretending you're not a deity. <laughs> I've, re- I've read the Wikipedia. <laughs> he, and he, said, he uh, says we... he's going to send his, his goober, his gremlin friend, to the human supermarket. But the catch is, if a human sees a gremlin, the gremlin's tail catches fire. And then they watch some TV. Yes. We are, yes. Um, we have Jeff and Chef. My face, Which... this whole sketch. <laughs> I won't <laughs> lie, this is the one sketch where I did a little bit of a laugh. What? But only... No. It, the resonance of this with my childhood, I will explain. Um, okay. Please the, do. The, the memories that this unearthed of something in my brain that I will tell you about. Uh, basically, Jeff Well, the Jeff, uh, Jeff is one of the few on the stupid wiki who's in blue because he <gasps> was on the stage with Ian McKellen. <gasps> in a doing? play called The The Cut, I think. Is that a play? I don't know, I don't but know. Ian was in it, and so was the actor I've forgotten the name Jeff. of who plays Jeff the Chef. <laughs> Jeff the Chef, he's like, oh yes, we're just cooking some onions, add some chopped tomatoes, salt and pepper. Cooks the onions the in butter. Very decadent. Very decadent. Um, no idea what he's making, he doesn't tell me. Um, mm. And of course, some toy soldiers! And I was like, pa! Um, <laughs> And then he puts a whole list of crazy ingredients in, two handfuls of grit, a telephone, Mm -hmm. and a vital ingredient, which is what got me, my shoes. My shoes, my shoes, my shoes, my shoes. Now, I don't think she'll listen to this podcast. Um, If she does, (laughs) something down the line has gone horribly wrong. Um, There was a girl in my sister's year called Francesca Matthews. Okay. Who was not a great time. Oh, She's basically a bully-ish, from what I remember. Oh, but what was going on in her life? <laughs> I didn't stop to ask. But privately, me and my sister called Francesca Matthews. Francesca, mm-hmm. my shoes. Trey amusement. Trey <laughs> amusement. Yeah, we were like, we are the Morecambe Wise of Buxton, Derbyshire. 
Absolutely. <laughs> well, it wasn't Caleb strong competition. <laughs> Put us on the stage. Thunder out to the Palladium, please. We will stand there and go, Francesca, my shoes, and then leave. <laughs> to be fair, I imagine you as a child... Waking up, sitting bolt upright and going, put me on the stage, mama. <laughs> Today's the day. Yeah. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> no. Have you ever seen the TV series Beautiful, uh, Beautiful People? No. It's about these two little gay boys in oh. like Northampton or something. On board. Um, who are like, we're going to move to London to where the beautiful people are. But throughout, they're at school and stuff. And then just randomly... They'll just break into song. <laughs> okay. And they'll do like, uh, Olivia Coleman's in it. She's being camp. Um, <gasps> As is her way. Yeah. Oscar winner. And then they're just like walking down the street and be like, take that look off your face. Take that look off your face. It's a great time. I can see through your <laughs> and then I love one bit the where they Denise Van Alten version of that. There's something better than this. Don't, do not say anything about that, did it? Don't bring Denise Van Outen into it. Bloody hell. What it's, a nightmare. It's not a great version, but I enjoy how she's going for it. I see. I see. She's she's, she's certainly committed. She's enunciating every single syllable like a life to, like a gun is to her head. <laughs> Tits and I teeth. I love that. Yeah. Denise Van Outen. What are to do to die today? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the conceit is, it's got comedy, comedy items. And then we get the creepy children sketch where they're lit by green and they're like, Here's Are we now. just gonna leave going that sketch there? Is that what we're doing? It just gets tackled to the ground, doesn't it? And that's it. Okay. There's also this slightly racist element that whenever uh, he goes weird or stupid, I guess, he suddenly mm. develops a very strong accent. Yes, it's a very strong Caribbean accent. Um, yes. I mean, the actor is black. Oh, He's sure. To, it's, we're not... It's not that kind of situation. Listeners, oh, no. But it's certainly a situation. It made itself. me go, oh, okay, what what are the... What what parallels are you drawing? What connections are you drawing, CBBC? I think we know. But it's, <laughs> it's not... Exp- well, it is explicit, but it's not explicit enough that I'm like, boo! I'm just like, mmm... <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? I do. I do know what you mean. Um, oh, my dog is joining me. Hello there. Hello, puppy. So my dog actually made it in. <laughs> yeah, mine just threw himself on the glass a bit. Um, yes, he's just going to sit here and have a chat. What do you think about the CBC show Stupid? Um, and then we have the creepy children sketch. Um, um, I have written what's happening here, and that's it. If you could explain to me what happened here, I would appreciate. Basically, there's two creepy children. They've got those like olden timey mushroomy cuts. Yeah, yeah. Their hair um, and pigtails and shit. A lot like there's a recent SNL sketch with John Krasinski, oh. where Kate McKinnon and someone else. Did play he creepy say children. something dodgy recently? I think he kissed a man, and that was the joke. In one of the episodes. In SNL? Or in one of the sketches, yeah. Isn't that SNL's problem, not his problem? Potentially. I always feel very... Like... I always feel quite sorry for the celebrities who go on there because sometimes they get stuck with a shit sketch and I can just imagine them being in the meeting like, is this funny? Is this good? <laughs> I don't know that this is good. But you've got like a load of like supposed experts in comedy sitting around you, you know what I mean? I, I do, I do. It's it's been it's very hit and miss SNL. Um, anyway, these little devil children, lit by green, poorly lit, I might mm-hmm. say. Um, and this other kid, who's she's got glasses and a bit of a cold, perpetually. Yeah. That like, guess what, everybody? We've got Friday off because they're doing heating maintenance, and the children mm-hmm. are like, heating maintenance? Is that what they've told you? Did you know some? Janitor went downstairs and was killed by a ventriloquist dummy and they had to get trained woodpeckers to go and sort it out. Peck, peck, peck. All of this, all of this. And he's like, oh, do you want to go ice skating on Friday? I'm like, oh yeah, sure, cool. See, now, I thought that's what happened, but it finished and I went, I must have missed something. (laughs) Something. I I didn't add it up properly. 
I... To be fair to this sketch, it does technically have a punchline. Where? Which is the, do you want to go ice skating? Oh yeah, sure. And they're just like normal again. But that doesn't, but that doesn't link to anything that's happened before. It basically like, do you want to go the cinema? So, so the joke is that she's completely unperturbed by the weird happenings. I think so. It's almost like when you really dig in and try and explain comedy, it doesn't really work. <laughs> well, that's what we've been doing for uh, <laughs> two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it, this one, I just, it lost me. I won't lie. There's, there's certainly bangers and there's certainly mash. I mean, it's more mash than bangers. More mash than bangers. Uh, <laughs> Bodger and badger. Anyway, um, <gasps> we're back with King Stupid. He's telling about the supermarket. He's got to go, um, and then he get he, he teleports him to the supermarket and goes, "See ya." Wouldn't wanna be ya. And like the 2004 jumped out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Violent. And then he does a little Horrible. swagger out the room, but he's white and in his 30s, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> And then we've then we're back to Jeff. Are we? They were oh, like, yes, we, we need a we... second Jeff. I don't remember yeah, this are. at all. I think I stopped making notes at this point. I was just staring oh, in like, horror. <laughs> I was like, oh. this is quite a quick Jeff. It's a short okay. Jeff. Brief. Uh, Jeffity is the soul of wit. Uh, he says, "Oh, he's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry about my last outburst. No worries. I'm completely fine now." J.K. Francesca, my shoes, um, and that's it. I see. And then Goob's at the supermarket. And the amount of spaghetti straps with bootleg jeans. I was in heaven. <laughs> oh my God. Early 2000s. Hello. It was great. <laughs> oh, he's, get, he's, he's in a disguise because um, he can't be seen and he has to go and get, he steals shit from people's trolleys and stuff and he goes yeah. to the checkout. Like this is an extended bit. Home Alone. Yes, exactly. Oh, he's like, I'm sorry, I have no money. And she's like... Well, the cashier. I feel like she's known. I recognised her. And she was doing quite a good impression of someone who hates their job. I'm not saying... Maybe she's she not doing an impression. Maybe she's yeah, like, exactly. I think she is like a recurring actor in the show. She's not, she's not one and done. She comes back. Yeah, um... But yeah, she's, he claims that he's their millionth customer. So yeah. her manager said he had to get all the stuff free. And this is fairly... I mean, I didn't laugh a single time this whole episode. No. But there were several times where I went, oh, yes, technically funny. Technically a jape. A jape has occurred. They've set it up. Well done. They've paid it off. Yes, she's like, oh, the millionth customer. Well, ding, ding, ding. Everyone look at the millionth customer. It's quite funny. And he's like, oh, no, my tail's on fire. Yeah. And then there's this, a scene of him, like, running and everyone, like, running after him because they're like, wow, the millionth customer. <sighs> Comedy. <laughs> We're such dickheads, aren't we? Fucking hell. <laughs> I... A group of white men from Oxford came together to write a show for children and we're mocking it and we're mocking it. <laughs> and a group of lovely, lovely listeners who have actually paid money towards us oh, yeah. have asked us to review this and we are ripping it limb from limb. I'm having a great time right now. I'm having a lovely time. I yeah. remembered about Francesca My Shoes. And I, I watched this like... So much. Oh, same. Or, I mean, like I said, reenacted it. Uh, like, Windy part Mindy, of it, that was a classic. Of the part of it was the one. comedy, but I think I was really drawn. I don't think we've talked about, like, the purple fluff on Goober. It's <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> I really enjoy Goober's, like, Luke. Personally. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a camp all time. And to be fair, if he didn't have the sideways cap thing... The sparkles of Marcus Brigstock. With it. I'm there for that. Another oh, Marcus stone. Brigstock, like, completely... I know I've taken the piss slightly, but he is, like, what... He was the first stand-up show I ever went to see. Like, proper stand-up mm -hmm. comedy. 
um, I went to a show, Planet Corduroy, when I was too young. Um, <laughs> and he was one of my favourite stand-ups for ages. And he's still really... He is a good stand-up comedian. No hate to Marcus Brigstock. Um, and he's not terrible looking either. He's not. You wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. You would not. Rachel hasn't. You might do. Maybe you're gluten intolerant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they do um, cute... They did cute little... um. You know when straight people lip sync, but they're like in their middle age, so it's quite sweet. Like when TikTokers do it, I'm like, all right, stop. You're not doing it well. But they did some lip syncing at the start of lockdown to cheer everyone up. And I was like, all right. You're not, you're not impressed. I mean, it's better than Gal Gadot singing Imagine. Exactly. uh, I mean, if that's the level, if that's the bar, the bar is underneath the earth's core and they hopped (laughs) over it. That's what I'm saying. Constantly raising the bar for us all. Um, <laughs> they do this life drawing sketch, and this guy who they're like, oh, Joe, are you ready for the life drawing class? Oh my and God. And this guy starts speaking, and you kind of see his face. And I was like, that's 100% Joe Lycett. No. It's not. Uh, but oh, it's like, good. I was going to say. Imagine a young Joe Lycett, but with the gayness turned up. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> alright well Joe Lysett's bi but like this is yes. like gay Joe Lysett mm-hmm. Joe Lysett had a very extended conversation with my mother when we went to see him <laughs> they had like a, a natter well you are from the Midlands a what? you're right Bab you're right Bab we're from both from the Midlands <laughs> yeah except my mum has the most like if you think I'm RP then um, yeah, so Joe is like, he's not feeling the art, the live drawing. Um, what do you mean he's not feeling? So Nothing he's... is set up. Nothing is set up in this show. They're doing a live drawing true. class and a boy has like jungle, like camouflage face paint, face paint yeah. on. That's the conceit. Yeah. Like, that is it. Gotta get out. Gotta go. And he does that, that he does that thing with his fingers. You know, that thing that I like. No, um, he does, uh, <laughs> you know, when, when he's like, puts your, puts your eyes, puts your eyes up, down, <laughs> Yeah. I remember reenacting that one as well. Ba 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 ba, and then Mission Impossible Ooh. theme music plays. They've got a budget. They got mm-hmm. the rights. Yeah, um, he proper like um, camo crawls. Oh me, yeah. And does a camo crawl, like right camera right in his face. I don't know what he says, but like delivers a line with a plum, and then scuttles <laughs> off. And then enter. Um, Actual it's Sophie McDonald. Presenter. It's Sophie, Sophie McDonald. McDonald. <laughs> Kate, it's Sophie McDonald. Who the fuck is Sophie McDonald? <laughs> Sophie McDonald. She was a CBBC presenter. Oh. At this time. What was she do? Was she was she at least on Blue Peter? Uh, she might have been on like Smile or one of those kind of like Saturday morning type things. What Smile? Sunday morning. What Smile? Oh, we're you know I'll know when Reggie you explain Yates. it. We're talking Kirsten O'Brien. We're talking Nev the Bear. Do I'm sorry to this man. Blank. He could be walking down the street. <laughs> I'm sorry to this bear. And I wouldn't know a thing. <laughs> you know Reggie Yates? Yes, of course. You know Kirsten O'Brien? No, of course not. Kirsten O'Brien from Smart. She's Northern. She's got short hair. That could I thought be... you'd be eating up Kirsten O'Brien. I mean... She's got short hair. <laughs> given the opportunity, of course. <laughs> she's from the North. And it's like... She's like a northern Tilda Swinton. Who does Excuse, cross. would you wear a shoe on your head? It's <laughs> basically that. Um, and then we've got Nev the Bear. Who Barney is Nev Harwood. the Bear? So we know Barney Harwood, formerly of this parish. <gasps> I've just had a flashback. Have you just remembered who Nev the Bear is? No. What okay. was that show that the S Club girl with short blonde hair, who potentially is problematic now, was in about dinosaurs. I oh. was obsessed with that. It's not primeval. Primeval! Oh my god. <laughs> I loved prime wait, why did that enter my mind? I haven't yes, thought about primeval no. for like 20 years. I think it was on about 15 years ago. But <laughs> <laughs> we're reviewing primeval. I don't care what you say, we're reviewing I don't think primeval. I never saw it, but I I definitely remember seeing adverts for it. But like it's not for me. I was obsessed. Uh, dinosaurs? No. But now, dinosaurs, yes. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, Nev the Bear is a little blue hand puppet who was in Bear Behaving Badly, The Breakout uh-huh. Star, BAFTA nominee, I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> and he's like, oh, frightened. Love you, Barney. And he talks like this. I... You know, you know, <laughs> I feel threatened. Excuse me, lady. <laughs> You're going to have to put out a statement apologising to Nev the Bear or he's going to come, probably like throw a custard pie in your face. Oh, hang on. That's rung a bell. Did he do that? He's behaving badly. It's a bit more of a city who, type situation. Isn't the bear who behaved badly Johnny Vegas? No, that's the PG <laughs> Tips bear. That's a monkey. That's That's not even a bear, it's a monkey. <laughs> Are you thinking of the one that's in like, is it Bow Selector or the yes. other one? Yeah, I think Where I am. Where he's like a bear and he's got a penis. What? Oh no, I'm not thinking of that. Ugh. There's one of those TV shows. No, thank you. Or like you. Face Jacker or one of those. Where I never watched those. I felt, I found them a bit much. I think I watched one and I was like, I'm going to go back to bear behaving badly. Um, but he's like <laughs> a teddy bear and he reads like a bedtime story and he gets a boner during it. I'm fairly sure oh, that's Oh, no, and no. And he's got... That doesn't feel very me. That's not Nev the Bear. Uh, Good. And it's and he didn't advertise PG tips. Uh, I'll send you a picture of Nev the Bear and you will know exactly who it is. But we'll get on to it. We'll get, we'll get, let's talk about this bloody one. Um, yes, um, I think Joe was trying to escape the art class because he was gay. And he didn't want oh to yeah, Joe is gay. Without a fucking doubt, Joe is gay. Not even Joe. The actor who's playing Joe. And in every subsequent sketch, which he is in later. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is very okay. that I think you retweeted it for the quiz gone by account that TikTok with that fantastic gal who I've forgotten the name of who who did the Disney Channel uh, stylist yes. video. Get back here! We need to code that child as gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that child is homosexual. <laughs> so good. Yeah, very that he is. That is a queer boy. If ever I saw one. And they're all coming out, all these lads. Like, the, the straight boy, who's the straight man. He's the one who's quite good. Mole. He's quite good. And also, I think I probably would have been attracted to him as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. He's like, oh, you missed a banging lesson. Actual Sophie McDonald off the TV showed us her boobs. No, no, don't pretend um, like they gave us context. They just said, Sophie McDonald. And I was like, who is Sophie McDonald? <laughs> I Googled her and a lot of LinkedIn accounts came up. <laughs> in fairness I was googling the wrong woman Sophie McDonald but either way <laughs> sorry to this Sophie um, <laughs> that's it that's the end and then we get this the, the the girl with the cold and the glasses doing a news report from a kitchen oh, table yes. like, welcome to Fowler News we are having a, a special report from our friend Danny mm-hmm. um, who's her brother like, oh no just friend who's yeah, hiding I don't know someone <sighs> Some relation, and he's like, "Well, hello, I'm here." Um, uh, uh, he in was a very doing dark quite place. a lot. It's awful. He's Devil Finger. Okay, he's Sean in this role. Range. Uh. The range. Um, Devil Finger, not his best moment, but this, this, he, he shone. Um, and yet, Devil Finger was the breakout star. <sighs> I'm just imagining Life's a load fair. of like writers sitting around in the writers' room, just saying. Plaguing hide and seek, but and then someone's like, they're news anchors, and they're like, genius. It's just <laughs> odd, really odd. That's basically it. He's like, yeah. I can smell my dad's shoes, and she's like, aha, found you. Yeah, Done. great, bam. So Goober comes back, and his tail's on fire, and he doesn't have any food. But he's like, oh yeah, never mind. My girlfriend dumped me last week for a troll. Um, so I have a reservation at this restaurant. Do you want to come with me? Because I can't go with my girlfriend because she dumped me. Yes. Let's and there's, there's a long extended haha Gooba doesn't have a girlfriend bit. Yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> yes. And he's like, while we're on the road, I like this. It's a clever joke. It took me a while. He's like, I shall take my personal disorganizer to the restaurant. Because his, his little handheld version of the machine that makes people do stupid shit. Yeah. It's like a personal organiser. Do you remember when like, electronic personal organisers with the whole, the whole thing? Oh, I see. Oh, I got that. I just with 85 thought... different functions and five installments Man. of 1999. I got to the point where I noticed that and didn't. I just didn't class it as a joke. You know, I just went, oh, I see what they did. Okay. But, <laughs> your eyes but you're, over, you are like, right. You black are right. Voids. 
Yeah, just complete blank face. I was like, What's happened I see. to my hungry guys? What? <laughs> um, in SNL, there's this, a series of adverts okay. for Tostitos. Okay. Where she makes like little snacks for, it's like Super Bowl commercial. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I may have seen this one. fumble, touchdown. And there's one of the sketches. They're just there saying it. And she realizes they're doing it to a blank TV. And they've got all these like full black contact lenses in. Like, oh, touchdown. I it's see. Like, What's happened to my hungry guys? And then the last one, she falls in love with Kristen Stewart. Um, Excuse me. That's how I want to be. I want to be. I, I am both the hungry guy and falling in love with Kristen Stewart. So I contain multitudes. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. There's a, oh, people going to think I'm your girlfriend joke. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. Okay. <sighs> um, and then we get the scout leader one, which I do remember was yes. quite an... This uh, that, was bordering on funny. Like the conceit yes. of scouts and their... This is like a well-worn joke. Like so many stand-ups and sketches have done this. Like scouts learning a, a skill or something that is unexpectedly dark or, or whatever. But scouts learning to hotwire a car. Amusing. I enjoyed this. And then it got weird. Very weird. It's because it's, they're in the car and it's the car of a fancy man. Uh, Fancy Man was a big thing, the recurring character, and it's the scout leader's yeah. ex-wife's new boyfriend, and he turns up, gay Joe Lysitz in the back, like, do you really think we should be doing this? Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, and he's like, don't call man. him a fancy man, call him what he is, a lousy fancy man, and I was like, I identify as this lousy <laughs> fancy man. <laughs> and then... The break breaks. And, and then they're like, the oh, the bottom of this hill is a canal. And I was like, I I just feel like this could have been better. I just think it could have been better. I think this could have worked as a good improv suggestion, like scout oh, trying to hot yes. wire a car. Go. Yeah. But they've overthought it. Yeah, they... Or they've underthought it. You just want something that's like, bam, immediate. I just go. want you to think about and it for two seconds. Listeners, you know how we feel about improv. If we are uplifting the <laughs> art form of improv... <laughs> you um, as a partaker of improv. Former partaker of improv. If we are lifting that above <laughs> the, the, the stupid CBBC show... Have a think about what that might mean for the quality of the piece. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't bode But this, well. okay, this sketch might be the best one. I was about to say my favourite, but that felt, I got a little sick in my throat. Yes. I mean, the next one is possibly the worst, I will say. Or I have no more notes. And everything I don't gross. have another note after this. <laughs> I didn't write anything else. What happened? <laughs> I remember them going to the restaurant, actually. The restaurant they happened. They go to the restaurant and it's all gremlin food, so it's horrible, King Stupid can't eat it. Yes. Human. And then we get some guy in a blonde perm who was what? later in the BBC Three sitcom Coming of Age, which was very formative for me because they spent, all of them spent a lot of time with their tops off. Um, it's, yeah, he's... This guy, is, he's in like a purple shirt and he's like, I'm the king of England. And the straight man who's, oh. he's earning his, his fee. Yeah. Um, he's like, are you? Cool. I don't think you are. You're a weirdo. Yeah. And he's like, I just want to make friends. I order you to be my friend. Um, and then he's like, no, bye-bye. Yeah, and that's and so. the end of the sketch. I do remember this. I'd started drinking at this point. Um <laughs> I started drinking perhaps around <sighs> Jeff the Chef and it just escalated from there. And by this time, it got out of control. I'm going to be honest. Well, it's a good job you mentioned Jeff the Chef because guess who's back with uh, a brand new track? Back again. It's Jeff the fucking Chef. I wonder what yeah. will happen this time. Who could possibly foresee? Mm -hmm. He's making a picnic camper. 
And he's like, I've put my shoes away. Don't worry, everyone. Make a picture. You know what? You the like one thing bread. about the Jeff the Sketch show. Jeff. Jeff the Sketch The one thing about the Ballet. Jeff the Sketch. <laughs> Let me get this out. <laughs> the one thing about the Jeff the Sketch. No. The... <laughs> the one thing about the Jeff the. The one. The one thing. But is it fashion? But is it Jeff the Sketch? Okay, the one thing about the Jeff the Chef sketches. Yay! <laughs> oh, and you know what? We're just out of time, Caitlin. I Sorry. Bye bye. If you enjoyed the book. <laughs> I'm getting something just from the gallery there, Kevin. Uh, they weren't sure they caught that on the audio. Can you just say that one more time for us? I can't. <laughs> They're going to need it for post-production. The one thing about the chef, the chef sketches is that the acting is quite good at the beginning. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Worth the wait. <laughs> like, he pretends... He pretends that he knows he's had a bit of a dodge time and needs to, like, be serious. I'm gonna... I'm crying. I'm not gonna cry. I'm crying. Um, so he's making a picnic carpet. He's like, I've got my cheeses, got my bread, got my roast chicken. Guess what else? I've got more roast chicken as my shoes. Francesca, my shoes. Um... Uh, meanwhile, on the little bottom of the CBBC screen, it says, coming up next, Batfink. And I was instantly transported to a nostalgic time of um, flying rodents and abject racism. Wait, what? What is this? Do you remember Batfink? Batfink oh, I didn't like watch it. old, maybe like 50s, 60s animated TV show about a superhero bat. My wings are like a shield of steel. And he does sonar oh. and shit. Oh, and, I saw the adverts for this. Yeah, okay, cool. And his sidekick, oh, whose no. name is Karate. Oh, no. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. And we can picture the scene. We don't, yeah. We don't need to delve into that any further. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's stolen the producer's shoes. The producer's like, Jeff, get out. He's like, but I've got your shoes. He's like, they're 200 pounds. They look like a fiver from Primark, my darling. Mm-hmm. But we'll let it slide. And then, Goo believes King Stupid in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. Also, did you see the acting from Rusty Goff, original Lumpa Lumpa and Nazi Child and Goober? No. He is, I think he's multi-rolling as the waiter here. Hang on, he's not a Nazi child. Sorry to pull you up on this. I haven't seen it. What but you it? read the is wiki. He a German child. He's an American child. And there's something like a lampshade, a horrible lampshade. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to get into it. We are not. Wikipedia gonna... it. Uh... If you know, okay. If you know about Eggine or Eggine, that's all you need to know. That's the vibe. Okay. Um, yes, he stands him up, and the waiter's yes. like, "You better pay." Paired, and then Marcus Brigstock pops up over the credits. Oh, I thought, like, what about the, the thing pants. that appears behind him and is like, oh, you better Oh, pay. he's like, we don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot the hilarious bit of the, that the whole TV show worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, that was the best bit. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, but is it fashion? But, uh, I mean... <laughs> You, I was going to say, you did them dirty there. You you acted like they didn't come up with an ending. They did, <laughs> technically. <laughs> look, they're not I... doing well. Don't make them look worse, is my point. Okay. I, I, I will say I was expecting one sketch from Stupid that did not rear its head. Bendy Wendy? Well, Devil Finger and Bendy Wendy, they're in the same Yeah, they're, they're much of a muchness, yeah. 
the DFCU, if you will. Um, and it's the one with the grandma who always pretends to be dead. Uh. And her grandson, Gerald. Oh, my grand, my beautiful grand. Your face, Gerald, your face. And I remember there's one where she's like on a conveyor belt in a supermarket, just dead. Iconic. So I went on YouTube and was searching for Miranda Hart sketches. So like, when was she? And I remembered the vet. Found a... Windy Mindy. Yes. I, it wasn't that one, but yes. I found her as the vet. And I looked at the comments and everyone is like, I remember pissing myself of this, at this. This is the height of comedy. And then some would, somebody was like, this was the funniest thing I ever watched. Apart from the nan who keeps dying. Oh, I think that's what they were yes! referring to. Your face, Gerald. To be fair, that was funny. Um, at sure. the time. I'm, actually, I'm quite glad I haven't watched it and it can stay safe. Yes. Sacrosant. Is that the word? In my memory. Sure, yeah. I, I would advise, if anyone listening to this is like, oh, I used to love Stupid, because that's what I thought when it got chosen. Mm. I wouldn't recommend returning. Don't, don't do Keep it. Keep it in your head. Don't do it. Keep it there. It's good back there. <laughs> Oh, now, was this camp? No. Despite the huge amounts of rhinestones... And the sheer camp. quantity of gay children. <laughs> <laughs> Did Quite it make us queer? Uh, um... Uh... No. I think it made me interested in sketch comedy, which... So it made you annoyed. It's probably more insidious. <laughs> I was thinking this. People are worried the... about the gay agenda. What about the bloody comedy agenda? <laughs> the sketch so, agenda? No, thank you. When I, whenever I see like tick, like children on TikTok, I'm like, oh, is this what the children think are funny? And then this pops up, and I'm like, oh, oh, we ha- oh, okay, I see. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. It's just um, more dancing. This is, at least this is just a bit silly. You know what I mean? It's not changing the world. It doesn't want to. No. Just a bit of fun. Yeah. Just a bit of whimsy. Just a bit of whimsy and a smatter, a casual racism. <laughs> and fingering the devil. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and the one thing you've got to remember about the Jeff the Chef sketch is... <laughs> What's the one thing? I can't even remember what the one thing is anymore. <laughs> What's the thing? Uh, his acting's quite good. Was yeah, I, ju- I just wanted to say that he he actually sets it up quite well. That's it. Don't shoot the messenger of Jeff the Chef. <laughs> Jeff the Chef's just a job and actor trying to get by. Oh yeah, um, no hate to Jeff. Jeff himself. The man, the myth, the legend, to Jeff. many of the other actors in this. Um, hate to the writing room. And the girl with the cold and the glasses. I hate her. I don't know why. She's your it. new scrunchy uh, bitch. She is in the scrunchy bitch hall of fame of children that are my nemeses. Um, yeah. <laughs> Caitlin's ratings on a scale of 9 to 48. Very pundit. This is a solid 12. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> And my what's what's my sliding I'm going to give you a one to a hundred, pure and simple. One to a hundred. <laughs> three. <laughs> a full three. A full three. That's generous. It's what it deserves. <laughs> um, yes, if you've enjoyed this nonsense, uh, please don't forget to subscribe and share. T- tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Tell Francesca my shoes. <laughs> Get her on the pod. <laughs> she seems formative. Uh, and a grain of save a grain. Um, yes. I can't remember when that was, but my sister's classmates have featured a lot in this podcast. More than I was expecting. You like um, powerful women. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, don't yeah, subscribe. If you leave a rating, if you fancy. Um, what else could they... Find us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash queers. You can sign up from one pound a month and get some fabulous bonus content. Mm-hmm. The social media. Oh, yeah. What we got? 
We're on Twitter and Instagram at Queers Gone By. I'm at Caitlin R. Powell on Instagram and at Caitlin PWLL on Twitter. I'm at Kate Butch One on all of the above. Uh, You've lost it. You're right, babe. I'd, I need some more wine. Prosecco. Same. Um, what should we? What should we keep doing? We've got a very exciting episode that's going to be next week that we're recording after this, so it could be rabbit. Incomprehensible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what can what we, we keep? What should we do until next week? Keep fingering the devil. Fingering. <laughs> keep fingering. Keep fingering. We'll see you next time. But until then, keep, keep fingering. fingering. <laughs> Your face, Caitlin. <laughs> this episode wouldn't have been possible without our fabulous patrons. So we'd also like to give a special thank you shout out to our patrons on our Tracy tier. Cole Scahill. Alice Leomaro. Laura Kenny. Francesca Fox. Alex is simp. And nothing is certain except Beth and taxes. If you'd like to join them and get some great rewards in the process, then visit patreon.com forward slash queers and sign up from just one pound a month. That's patreon.com forward slash Q-U-E-E-R-S.